Dead Bod Rap Pod. We are the podcast of record uh, for a certain sector of the underground. They should have a name, right? Now that you say that, like mm-hmm. the whole like backwoods, Milo, mm-hmm. like continuum scene. It's it's definitely, and I mentioned this in our in our interview that you're about to hear in a little bit. It's really the vanguard to me when right, I, right, when I think right. about when I think right. about if somebody who's maybe out of touch with the culture wants to know like. What's really going on? Who's who's pushing the boundaries? Like who's that? Capital the... T, capital V. Maybe, the maybe van, the, the vanguard. vanguard. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. No, I feel the logo I... is just dudes protecting a van. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with Van Glorious. Uh, my name is Damone Carter, aka Dim One. I am joined here by Nate LeBlanc and David Ma. We are the Dad Bod Rap Pod. Uh, and this is another episode. This is the one uh, I'm calling the microdose. Uh, That's a good one. Yeah, we came off of a for it, for it. Yeah, a hundredth episode spectacular, which was pushing pushing two hours. That's 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 power ballad pod right there. Would you say we pushed it along? Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Like, I would uh, not. Yeah. <laughs> now you got the tribe. Uh, 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 song names. Oh, um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Take the knife and twist it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Listen to episode one hundred and then shout, out to, uh, shout, shout out, out to Cutso. Shout out to Cutso, Cutso the trivia master. Yep. So we're 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 moving here into season three, um, and we have a dope interview. This is kind of more of a quick hitter episode, uh, but yeah. Speaking of just the vanguard yeah. of of the genre right now, I think our guest uh, today, um, Elucid is definitely right. right there. I mean, look, I mean, we're we're always talking about Billy Woods and his spectacular two-year run recently, but I mean, to have a lucid, you know, sort of um, his uh, recent collaborator and constant collaborator in yeah. the house. Yeah. And, you know, like uh, their music, they're talking about the world being on being in flames, but a lucid is just the nicest, most in- insightful dude. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we, we thank you for his time. Yeah. Um, it's intense music, and we talk about it a little bit in the interview, but that doesn't mean they're, like, all doom and gloom. I know, it's I know. It's fascinating. I know, I know. You, ne- you never know. We, we I, I don't know how much you guys know about this but or how much we talk about it on air. I lose track. But, like, Dave books a guess, and we get here, and we plug everything in, and then we <laughs> press record, and we call on the phone, and th- we don't know what's going to happen. We totally. Have, no, we're, totally. we're out here without a net. Like yeah. We do right. edit a little bit in post, but as you can probably tell, not that much. <laughs> and so it's just like, we don't know how people are going to be, where we're catching them, right. when right, they're right. doing it, yeah. what their attitude is going to be, and we've we've had some funny well, I'll say uh, this: nobody's been eating hot. a sandwich or a hot dog <laughs> in like a while. At least been a fifty minute. episodes, yeah. so right, I feel right. like that's progress. Our for guests us. have stopped eating in our faces, so that's a good thing. Yes, yeah. Uh, so we're we're maybe being taken a little bit seriously. I don't you know. know. I mean, it, it it leaves a lot of room for like just great conversation, though. I mean, you you get a couple you get a couple dunces here and there, you know. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. ultim- <laughs> ultimately, I mean, it's like to to be on the phone to be in the presence of some of these cats and just to pick their brain it's it's what a luxury i just feel very lucky to be in that position because i love the music but yeah. and i want to know more about the music and right. so to have the opportunity and i hope it comes through the headphones that um we we love what we're doing here and and that this music we think it's important so it's not yes. it's not just that we like it it's that there's a little bit more to it right than that. right and so. you know elucid I mean, I, like we keep saying, he's at the vanguard of that shit, man. He, he's a beast. They're making important fucking music. They're, and, and that's it. They're, of of this era, you know, there's popular music, there's fun music. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what what the whole kind of backwoods uh and affiliated you know uh i put rap ferrera in that as well um are doing is important and it's music that i think is going to eventually i think the way that this always works is the vanguard influences the mainstream of tomorrow right right and so it it'll be really interesting to see where this goes and we kind of talk with them a little bit about this um but we want to just give it to you here the microdose episode with a lucid dead bod rap pod Hey everybody, it's Nate. I'm here to give a little context about our guest this week, Elucid, an MC and producer from New York. Um, we heard about him primarily through his capacity as a rapper, and he's part of two collaborations um, with people we're big fans of, with Milo, aka Rap Ferreira, he's in Nostrum Grocers, and with Billy Woods, he makes up the group Arm & Hammer on Backwoods Studios Records. As an MC, he has an intense quality um, on his 2016 album, Save Yourself. He has a voice where he literally raps in the voice of God, and it's uh, fairly convincing, I have to say. As a producer, and he seems like he's doing a lot more production lately, he has a kind of left-field, abstract, experimental quality to his beats, um, a lot of interesting textures especially. He's been active since 2007, and if you'd like to familiarize yourself with his work, you can check it out on elucid.bandcamp.com. I'd also like to thank Albert Jenkins, who produced our theme music, Pyramids, that you heard at the top of the show, and The Mole, who submitted the other beats that you're hearing this week. And just a reminder that Dad Bod Rap Pod is uh, recorded at Needle to the Groove Records in downtown San Jose, California, needletothegroove.net for more information. Enjoy the rest of the show. All right, Dad Bod Rap Pod, we're back, 2020. Once again, we have a dope guest on the line, none other than the elusive, Elucid. <laughs> How's it going, man? No, not not really that elusive. Because <laughs> you're on the line. Yeah. <laughs> we tracked yeah. you down. I, here, I, here I am. Here I be. What's up? Ch- chilling, man. So we... Uh, we were kind of going in our in our pre-meeting here going over all the releases that you've dropped within the last two years and i want to say we counted um solo group projects maybe seven or eight things you produced a lot of stuff you did some uh collaboration work uh what's what's kind of your secret to being so productive in this last two-year stretch yeah i i really um I don't know. It's been a, a whirlwind of the past couple of years, man. Things is just kind of lined up. I don't, I don't, I wish I had a secret really. Um, opportunities presented themselves and, uh, 
like trusting that those are like the right opportunities or the ones mm. that like were like really honest and genuine. I mean, it's not even work. It just happens. It just happens mm. really quickly. It comes together really fast. Um, it's an independent rap, you know, without yeah. like much hierarchy. So like, it's not a lot to get a record out to uh, everyone's ears. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've been working with uh, like the group projects. Those are the homies, like Billy yeah. Woods, on the Hammer, uh, with Milo, the Nostrum Grocers thing. Probably those are two the you know the main group things that I've been doing. Uh, solo things. I just you know that's just me, just you know, just flexing out, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish I wish I had a secret, man. I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk a little bit about um, your latest release, which is "Shit Don't Rhyme No More"? And can you kind of tell us um, what that body of work is about and uh, just kind of tell the people, um, is the vinyl still in pre-order or is it available? And just kind of talk about that one a little bit. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess, um, yeah, that's the re-release. That's a re-release of, uh, we put that out over a year ago. Okay. And uh, people just kept hitting us up um, about, you know, yo, can we get it in the physical format? So, we, you know, I love vinyl. Anything... You know, Sir. if I can get the opportunity to put it out on vinyl, it'll be, you know, out there. Um, so, yeah, shit don't rhyme no more. The re-release with a couple of, like, extra joints. It's available right now. One joint produced by uh, JPEG Mafia. And then Sir. another's a bonus. The bon- another bonus cut uh, with the homie Kia. She's amazing. Uh, vocalist and producer from uh, Brooklyn. Um so yeah, man, I, I love that record. I love that record. There's uh, I had, I did maybe half the production on there. Okay. Mm. Um, I had help from August Fanon, Messiah Music, who did the joint Hyssop. Spotify told me that's the uh, the most streamed record on Don't uh, <laughs> No More. Nice. Interesting choice. Interesting choice. You know, right. I love doing that record live now. You know, in front of in front of an audience or live on stage is really fly. Uh, but yeah, I love that record. I love that record. Uh, it was just an honest kind of like moment um, made in between. I think I did that right after uh, after Paraffin. That was the next thing I dove into. Wow, perfect, uh, perfect. Well, I mean, yeah, that's a- me and Woods did Rome and Paraffin in the same summer, wow, and then they came out when they came out. But after after Paraffin was done, I kind of needed something to just keep myself into solo wise, and that's what I shipped around the wall was. Perfect, man. Yeah, I mean, you touched on Paraffin. I mean, that's um, that project with Billy Woods, uh, Arm & Hammer, definitely um, struck us. Can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about how you hooked up with Billy? Oh, man. Um, so, damn, I, I forget, you know, like, <laughs> what year what year we're talking about. It mm-hmm. may have been nine to t- almost ten years ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I was booked by... Uh, Uncommon NASA and Woods to perform at Yule Prog, which was like yeah. um, an annual New York City underground weirdo rap event <laughs> around Christmas. So they booked me. I played. Um, I knew who Billy Woods was, but I didn't obviously at the same time. You know, this is even back then. He still, you know, obviously was not showing his face. I had no idea who he looked, what he looked like. <laughs> I wasn't even that familiar with the music. I just knew the name. Like, mm-hmm. as someone who had just kind of started putting music out online and the blogs, and it's like, oh, this guy does, like, you know, this kind of incendiary, weirdo rap political thing. And I was like, all right, that, that sounds like something I'd be into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when he introduced himself to me, it wasn't as Billy Woods either. Mm. Uh, introduced as his government name. Okay. Like, oh, Yo, let's, let's hang out. Let's hang out. So we hung out. 
linked up at the studio, you know, played me some things, asked me to be on the record. I was on the record. We've been collaborating ever since. Okay, ever weird. since, ever since. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned that you did Roman Paraffin in the same summer, which is just kind of an incredible burst of creativity. But oh, um, th- those records are pretty heavy. Like, what does that do to you? Hmm. Um. Well, for me, it was a release. Mm-hmm. So I, I wasn't um I wasn't living with like the heaviness. It felt um like really good to just to get that thing out of out of me, mm-hmm. and also to like. Uh, performing i mean there's a lot of intensity going on um but i mean with woods and i like that kind of it's it's humorous like like that that i I remember like those sessions like he would come over and we would talk and we would rap and we would like make food and go out to drink and i mean i just remember like a good time really wow you know we just that's great to hear i mean but but think but but when you know about when you when you you listen to woods records you know that that dark humor like runs yeah throughout Mm -hmm. I feel like that's more apparent in his music than mine, but in, in like non rap life, like we definitely like vibe off that. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoy that, that, that kind of like mindset, I guess. But um, yeah, man, we're all watching the world burn. Yeah. We're not interested in like <laughs> actually like being fucking depressed about it sometimes, yeah. though it can be. Uh, but yeah, that, that rap is, is, you know, it's a release, man. It's a physical release sometimes. And it felt great to do those records. It was a high point also, you know, I, I was, um, my son was uh, going to be born. Wow. So I was right in the midst of that as well. Like, you know, both the Nostrum Ghosts make, and the, you know, Rome and Paraffin, they all make mention to, uh, like, my kid coming into this world. He was born in August, you know? We finished those records, you know, August, September, September-ish, maybe. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's all in the mix, man. A lot of a flux of emotion. That's great. Um, it- I feel like, and maybe this isn't the case, you you tell us, um, you've been doing more production or releasing more of your production in particular with other people. I know you've got the mm-hmm. Dunce Cap uh, record out now and the Shrapnel record coming out mm-hmm. later this year. Can you talk about your approach to producing? Oh, uh, yeah. I've been, um, I've, I've produced on just about every project that I've like put out, at least in the past decade. At least, you know, two to three songs if not more um but i think my technique has gotten a little bit i don't know slightly more advanced really not not really you know it's, i just know how to hook a beat up i wouldn't even call myself a producer <laughs> i know what i like to hear and i started making tracks because um i just you know either didn't want to communicate to people exactly what i wanted or i mm. felt like people didn't really have the ear for what i okay. i wanted to hear so i just, I just made it i just okay. made it you know so it's um, kind of more like something you do rather than who you are yeah, yeah, it, it came it came out of a, you know, just out of necessity. Um and now I'm just at a place where I'm very I'm very comfortable with my sound mm-hmm. and um I'm comfortable where I think that I, I'm confident in where I think I can take things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's why you probably hear a little bit more um right now. I'm just I'm just uh I'm walking these dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there it is. Yeah. So so and I want to circle back a little bit because I I think uh Paraffin was was such a dope record. Even even time was fucking with it. Uh, and so, uh, do you guys when you're when you're in there making records like that, or even Nostrum Grocers, do you feel like we are the vanguard? Is there a, a tangible sense of like being pushing the genre forward at all? 
Do you feel that That's when you're, you're making it? Um, I think in the back of our, with Woods, with Woods specifically, I think maybe in the back of our minds that's there. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that we really talk about it in right. that in that way. With Milo, yes. With Milo, <laughs> we talk about it in in that very, like, specific kind of way. And I, I love both. I mean, that's, you know, Nostrum Grosses and Armin Hammer are, like, two different sides of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important for me to, like, like, touch both sides of myself that way. Uh, so yeah, with Woods no, with Milo yes, mm. but me solo, yeah, I do feel like I'm at the vanguard, and the people around me are at the vanguard, and we're like striving to push this thing forward. And so, you know, I, I love I love the idea of like being able to uh, present sounds and bars and ideas in a way that people have maybe never heard before yeah. like there are sounds that you've never heard before there are ways to like tap into emotions that people may not you know they you've closed yourself off to uh for whatever reason but like let me let me peel back that scab for you you might you might need to get reconnect with that you know i don't know um i fuck with that high-minded kind of like uh just mm. you know lovely how i let my mind float mm. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. Braggadocio kind of confident way of thinking about like this is what I'm really doing with this art form. You know, it's a serious thing. And and how, as we enter 2020, right? And we mentioned the world burning and such. Literally. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, yeah. How how do you do you feel that there's much more room? I I kind of feel like uh, are we approaching the rap version of free jazz at some point? Is it is it going to be us all screaming over <laughs> over blaring Ornette Coleman samples? Like how how much uh, how much further do you think this can go? Man, um, I'm I'm you know I I think he go I can I think he go much much further. Okay, okay. but okay. I was like who 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 wants to who wants to hear that right? Like <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure if people are even into that sort of a thing. I feel like people are definitely on some like some cool out let's be sedated kind of thing which you know that's that's a cool little tactic too if you know what you uh, are trying to like code the music with i you know uh, i like ambient shit yeah i i could work i could work within the ambient kind of framework within music within rap music i don't know if that's really been touched in the mm. way that i'm thinking that i can do it you right. know a possibility who knows um, but yeah, I love that. I love that, that, that screamo aggro type of shit. But I feel like, you know, I feel like, you know, my, on my next solo record, I, you know, I definitely want to like show those, those, those extremes mm. and really work, work the middle, work the middle. Hey man, you mentioned, um, you know, I mean, you, you've been pretty busy for the better part of the decade. Um, when you sit down at, at your studio and you're about to make a song, do you approach it from a producer's standpoint or from a writer's standpoint at this point? Man, I, you know, these days it's more of a producer standpoint and I don't like mm. it. I don't like it. Sometimes I be like, I, should, I just need to like, I'm, I'm going back to uh, not writing on a computer. Mm. Oh, word. Okay. Just, and just like writing with a pen and paper because the computers now is too distracting. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I feel like I'm losing I'm losing something. Yeah. I remember when I first kind of started like writing bars on the phone, like Woods would kind of tease me. And I'd be like, what do you mean? Like, it's, you know, I, it's 20 or whatever. Well, it's 15, 16. You know what I mean? I always got the phone on me. I'm on the train. I'm here in the park. I always got an idea. Just jot it down right now. Bye, bye, bye. I don't have to ask for a pen. 
right? Now I'm at a point, I feel like I, I lost something while I was doing that. Ooh, and like okay. now I, it's like pen and paper to like reconnect. Like how that's how I started like riding around. No distraction, just a beat on loop and a pen and pad and like Dope. go in. When go did you, in. So when yeah, did that's, you what, stop? that's what I'm, that's what I'm, hmm? I'm sorry. Um, when did you stop doing pen to paper? Uh, maybe about 2015, 2016. Okay. Around that time is when I, 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 I kind of like started like really like, yeah, I'm doing a whole song, the whole song in my phone. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. I'm kind of off that now though. Kind of <laughs> off that. Can I ask you, um, about mm-hmm. New York and kind of the artists that are in the kind of orbit of backwoods and the kind of Vanguard that we were talking about, like. Is there a group chat? Is like, is there a? <laughs> are there shows or? Op- I feel like there's no open mic anymore. But like, um, how are how are you guys interacting with each other? And is it all in the studio or like, are you friends? Like, I'm, I'm kind of arriving at a question very slowly here, but I feel like I I want to know like, is it a scene as much as it appears to be where we are from California and hearing you guys mostly over the internet, or is it like everyone hermetically mm-hmm. in their own kind of thing and then you come together? when it is convenient huh well i mean i know for myself um i primarily communicate with woods um and then you know i see everyone else at shows right Mm. Um, and and heads do come out and support in the show so it's dope it's that's that's dope to feel and see and be seen but yeah i guess primarily i'm mostly talking to woods like like in person, or on the phone, and online, email kind of thing going back and forth. Uh, I know Castro's often, you know, he's in New York. I know he, he, mm-hmm. he sees Woods when he gets a shot. You know, I know he hangs with Prem. Um, but yeah, I don't know about a scene. I think I think about the New York City scene. You mentioned open mics, um, and that's kind of like like you mentioned. It's kind of it's kind of dead. Yeah, you know. But I, I I'm thinking about like when the last time I actually saw a cipher. Right. Yeah. right. Wow. That seems Quite like a, a bygone era. Maybe unfortunately, but maybe people don't want to yeah, rap for, for free sure. anymore. <laughs> right. Right. But but I feel like there's like a new energy like popping up that I've noticed over the past year and a half. And uh like guys like Akai Solo, I think you should check out. Mm-hmm. He definitely he's got that kind of energy that reminds you of like yeah, that that cipher strong, that cipher battle ready kind of vibe that I grew up here in New York with. Yeah, Ooh. Kai Solo, you should check him out. He definitely got the fire dancing over his head when he's rapping. Nice. Okay. Uh, he's on terror management. Oh, that's right. He's that's on terror right. management. Yeah, he's got a he's got a record coming on backwards. Oh, great. Sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It kind of it kind of seems like uh, with New York, even though maybe there's not open mics or ciphers that there is kind of a resurgence or an attempt to recapture, I don't know, update a New York energy. Do you, do you feel that? Like, is there in your approach, is there any kind of thought about New York nests and trying to bring that out on a record? Mm. I feel like, I feel like, that conversation has been happening for at least 10 to 15 years. Like where, <laughs> where's New York? What's New York doing? Right. And, uh, yeah, I'm still not sure, but I do know, I do know, uh, I feel like, um, that's a kind of tide of following 
what we thought was hot. Yeah. And I think New Yorkers are just kind of like, all right, like this is just what it is right now. I mean, even when I'm around like younger kids, like even though like these, you know, a lot of Brooklyn like kids are like rapping over like drill beats, like UK right. drill or like right. Chicago drill, they still like they're no longer trying to sound like dudes from Chicago. Okay. Or dudes from Atlanta. It's right. still like a, a a particular like Brooklyn spin on like mm-hmm. Chicago or the UK kind of like drill sound. I don't know, like I like I mentioned, man, there's a new energy like bubbling up in New York where it's just like, yeah, it just reminds me of like older New York cipher, like boom bap mm. kind of vibes. And it's happening, it's happening right now. People are really out here trying to rap. People are really trying to like up 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 their bars. And I, I respect it. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to see what's next out here. Absolutely. So uh speaking of what's next, uh what what's next for you? Soul album this year? Uh, possibly. There's okay. a lot of things on the on the burner. Okay. Uh, namely, namely an Arm and Hammer record. Yes. Awesome. Uh, we're we're like knee deep in that right now. That's uh looking crazy. Um, I would love to have a solo record out. I would love to have a solo record out. Uh, everything you know, I'm still working. We'll just see what 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 drops first. You know, everyone should just like kind of kind of stay tuned. It's, it'll be 2020 and 2021. Yeah, it's a Sick. lot. It's a lot Dude. coming. Sick. So if if we if we make it as a planet, uh, we're definitely looking to check out those <laughs> records. Um, and and definitely thank you for coming on, man. It's, you've been on our list of of folks that we wanted to have on for yeah. a while, and so we really appreciate you coming on the program. Yo, thanks for the time. Thanks for the attention and energy. Word. Thank y'all. Appreciate right. it, man. Peace, Thanks, man. Peace. Peace. Peace.